language in this show may be too harsh for young listeners. In other words, we still struggling with our cussing. Psycho Music Lyricology, a podcast where music reaches the mind and lyrics touch the soul. I am one of your co-hosts, the guy that doesn't know anything about hip-hop, Sheldon Moss, along with the great debater, Michael Nelson. Shut And the professor, Maurice Moss. What's up? What's up? Hey, man. Nine. Back at it. Number nine. Is this number nine? Yeah. Oh, okay. We're going to have a 10th show anniversary. <laughs> right. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm all yeah, I got, some, I, got a, I got a bottle of champagne in there chilling <laughs> for that day. Or right. uh, uh, excuse me, some Prosecco. Prosecco. Uh, okay. 10th okay. show. We, I want some Ace of Spades. Hey man, we're gonna have to get we some. We don't do. We well, don't. I, I tell you what, we we'll, we'll get close. We'll get some uh, Rick Ross Bel Air. No, uh, <laughs> we, don't, no we don't do Cristal no more. We gonna do Bel. We gonna do Ace of Spades. Are these all of these uh, artists their own line of alcohol? Yeah, the Ace of Spades. Last is thing what? I knew about anybody was Ciroc. So oh, that, yeah, I don't know yeah, about yeah, anything yeah. Uh, about Ciroc. No, Ace of Spades is not a. Uh, well, I guess we should go with Bel Air then, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we can't afford no, no, we can't afford no. Uh, we can't, uh, who can't afford it? I can't afford it. Oh, okay. <laughs> can you afford it? Man, please. Psycho Music Lyric College is paying. <laughs> Just talk about it, man. Yeah. Talk, speak it into existence. Existence, right. Balling on a budget <laughs> is what I call it. I don't know nobody who don't ball on a budget, but anyway. What's up, man? Hey, Duff, man. But hey, <laughs> It's funny, uh, we've got to talk about what we've been listening to. Man, I'm not going to say what I've been listening to. We're going to get into it today. Oh, okay. Well. That's all I've been listening to. You know what? I've been, uh, let me tell you what I did. Uh, I, that too. But uh, I've been catching a uh, glimpse of a uh, documentary called The Whole Gritty City. It mm-hmm. is about a, uh, and it's old. It's probably three or four years, maybe four, maybe longer. But it basically follows three marching bands in New Orleans, uh, two high schools, and then like um, an elementary school. And you know they get ready for parade season. Um, uh, you know Mardi Gras. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. So it just kind of basically kind of follows these three bands, right? And um, it, they're high and school. Two of them high school. One of them was an elementary school. Okay. And or it was some kind of elementary school program. I don't think it was a specific elementary school, but it was a yeah. anyway. And it followed a couple of two or three um, other kids that were musicians and et cetera, et cetera. It is not. Don't necessarily recommend the documentary because it's not very well thought out, and it's not uh, it's, it it didn't it's not really finished. But uh, I uh, I am such uh, since I started hanging out in New Orleans during Essence, I have become such a fan of New Orleans music mm. and seeing the the root of the uh, second line bands come from that kind of thing uh 
those kids who grow up to become New Orleans musicians. That was really interesting. Mm-hmm, you know, they mm-hmm. they show like a couple of kids that were like really bad. Somebody gave them a horn and it turned their lives around. That kind of thing. Okay. Okay. And so it was pretty cool. Um, uh, one then, of the one of the few places where you could actually, to me, there's a you can see a path as an actual to make a career as an as a as a as a gigger or at as least make gig. money yeah at least you can, you can gig you can at least make some money yeah. off of that yeah. you know um so um that spawned uh one of the 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 reason that um I, I i've been seeing the the trailers for it for a while and i finally decided to sit down and watch it which made uh me you know, watching those bands, I'm an old band nerd myself, uh, but it made me start looking at uh, Again, which I do occasionally. I spend some time on YouTube watching HBCU bands, mm-hmm. uh, my favorite of which is usually the one that I watch a lot is Jackson State. Watch Talladega, watch PV, watch um, uh, Southern, Southern mm-hmm. Grambling, but Jackson State is always my favorite. And, uh, and at my age now, if I have one regret in life, is that I never got to play in an HBCU band. You know, man, that was like my dream. Yeah, yeah. Was I was to go I, to Southern University yeah. and be in their band. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. And 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 there's really not a reason for me not to have done it. I just didn't do it. Right. And you know, now uh, looking back, now that's like my only like mm-hmm. if if I have any if I. If I had to number some regrets, if I have any, that's one of them. Well, I'm I'm never got to play an I'm ask you a question there, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you plan on give, giving your daughter an instrument oh, yeah. of some sort? Yeah, I believe. I mean, what you, what, well, I, mean, I believe that, you know, and we'll talk about this early, uh, later mm-hmm. uh, in, a, in a different, uh, different uh, uh, show. But uh, I believe, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think every child should have some sort of music education. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it teaches you to think a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives you some idea about how to finish things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've read somewhere where uh, you uh, learn instruments, music early. You're better at math. I've, I've heard there's that. empirical yeah, data so, that uh, supports that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, she has she has access to like little keyboard things mm-hmm. now, and she's eight months. So mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and then. I mean, then you know, look at our endeavor is about music. music so right. you know, our, our probably our collective dream was to own a music station or something or do right, something on right, the radio, right? right, right? So, right. you know, musicals will certainly be part of her life. Yeah. Uh, her, her mother, yeah. yeah, her mother is not as uh, interested in that. <laughs> <laughs> For me, if she became like you know, a flautist in the uh, metropolitan. You know, symphony. Then that would be. Oh, like you a already great got thing. laid out. That I'm, would be a great thing for me. You know? That would be cool. But you know? we need to get her I in an some, HBCU band. Yeah, I mean, but you that, know, now, what, now I will she tell you this. Why she can't do both? Well, no, I can. We I can tell her, you we this. We gonna get her there. We gonna get her there. No, but I can tell. I can. But you know what? My wife is, you know, HBCU alumni, and I am too by marriage. But so she most definitely that will most definitely be planted in her early. And, uh, you know, if I can't do it, then, you know, my my dream is to see her do it and become band dad, you know, and just see her, you know, fulfill something that I wish that I had done. 
that would be you know that that would be great for me if she doesn't she doesn't but you know yeah that would definitely be that cool. would that would be good for but me. she gets to do whatever she wants to she do. gets to do whatever she wants but to that do would be but cool. that would i agree know, with that i'm not i'm 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 gonna say hey <laughs> see this <laughs> but yeah I, I i definitely would like for her to experience that if not for any other reason than you know so i can stick my chest out right yeah but that's me the whole greedy city uh Watch it. I wouldn't say don't watch it, but you know it's on Netflix. It's on. I think I got it on Prime, Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. okay I don't okay. think it was on Netflix. I think it was on Amazon Prime. But uh, you know, and then you know, YouTube, uh, Crankfest is coming up, which is a uh, uh, festival for uh, HBCUs. That's coming up. So it's a lot of good videos out there where you know Southern and. Grambling and Talladega and Jackson State going at each other, <laughs> and, it's, and it's fun to watch. But uh, yeah. yeah, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. But anyway, we need to do a show on that HBCU bands one time. That's interesting. Absolutely. Yeah, we need to find yeah. somebody who I know. I know plenty past, of people. present, and future. If yeah, we can right. get that. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know plenty of people who 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 uh, who lived my dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be that'd be cool to uh, talk about. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 But that's me. That's where I've been the last couple of days. Okay. What about you there, uh, Maurice? So, uh, you know, I, I said in another show that uh, I see uh, Cardi B uh, and this whole Bodak Yellow. Cardi B is a new phenomenon to me because I don't watch reality TV. <laughs> and then when I did the research, I'm like, okay, there's a whole thing. Uh-huh behind this whole thing so right. I, I i saw her but in that process you start listening to other other people and you start looking at the current music and when you do the searches mm-hmm. you know when you do searches on youtube it takes you down this whole path right so um really uh got into uh several of scissors videos scissors is sca sca yeah so uh her drew barrymore video i really like that video and then I saw people in the comments talking about the song and what it meant and everything. Is Drew Barrymore the name of the song? Drew Barrymore is the name of the song. Okay. Okay. And okay. Drew Barrymore actually appears in the video. Really? And it's really, really interesting. Everybody's take on what the song means and her their interpretation of what she was doing in the video and how that related to what she was saying. And it wasn't this whole like overt type of thing. So I, I really like uh, SZA as an artist. I think that she is. Um, I, I see a whole lot of things that she's high, overhyped or whatever. But I don't think that she thinks that. I think that she is just in her whatever and is doing what she's doing. But she's one of the ones that I'm kind of like looking at her and looking at what she's doing. And she's going to be in Dallas soon, but I don't know. I think we, we had a brief conversation about it. And my, my last question was. <laughs> Standing <laughs> room only. <laughs> <laughs> because, <laughs> because while I would I would love to see her, I know that with that type of a performance, you're going to have two or three introductory acts. The show's not going to get started until 11 or 12 o'clock at night, if we're lucky. And then, you know, we're going to get the show. And I'm like. I'm a little I'm a little long in the tooth for that. What I my yeah. standing my standing room only days might be a little bit past me. I, I just I'm gonna have to give up the ghost on that one. You know what's uh, cool about her to me? 
I think you know she's all she's part of that top dog entertainment. Group. Right, 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 right. So Kendrick Lamar, Schoolboy mm. Q, all right, of them. Right. Yeah, so that that that's the thing I think that I got really interested in about her. But yeah, I, and I she says she, that they're very supportive of yeah. her, and and they're on some of Kendrick is on. I think he's on one of her songs mm-hmm. on her latest album. So I mean they, I mean that that whole. There's some interesting stuff coming out of that whole that whole label. click, yeah. yeah that yeah, that yeah, they yeah. and they all are doing some some what to me is some unique stuff. I yeah. mean, Schoolboy Q, I didn't figure out until I didn't uh, until later. Like I heard Studio after it had come and gone and listened to it for like months mm-hmm. because his rapping on that, I mean, yeah. it's just his flow is just I can't. I, it's just. It's a good. It's a very vulgar. I mean, I'm just. I'm not gonna. <laughs> True that. I'm not gonna. True that. <laughs> he is filth, florid filth, but he is flowing. Is he flowing? He, he's good <laughs> with his filth, right? But uh, yeah, that's what I'm listening to. Oh man, well, Mike, uh, this is something that's kind of close to all of us, as you uh, presented it to us. Well, I didn't really present it, but it's that just was a whole. Of, uh, this is a this is a listener generated <laughs> show, exactly. So let we do, we do a shout out to our to our do. We'll, we'll do it to uh, uh, the first person who actually mentioned it. Her name is Stephanie Collins. So okay. shout out to Stephanie. Right on. And so we were talking about you know uh, she said I want to hear you talk about this musician, this filmmaker. This prodigy, this artist, this prolific, uh, this person who was an enigma, an icon, an activist, and a legend, and we can, you know, go on and on, go on and on, and on and on and on, and never come to one adjective to encompass the totality of Prince Rogers Nelson. Yeah, you know, simply known as Prince. Uh, He was born in all place, in of all places, Minnesota. In 1958, and he came. He gave his life for music, and tragically, unexpectedly, died in April of 2016 because sometimes it snows in April. Mm. Wait a minute, you, we we gonna have service up in here, <laughs> right? <laughs> he went we got to pass the plate around so, up in there. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, when we started this podcast, this was the show that I was not interested in doing. I really? Not, yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to do this. One. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't think. I didn't think that uh, there was anything left to say. Okay. You know, I don't think that there's a fresh approach that could be taken to his music or the films or the bands or even his business acumen. I think it's all been said. You can have a discussion with 15 Prince fans and get 15 Absolutely. different. Absolutely. And have 15 different conversations. Right. Absolutely. So I didn't want to have a conversation. I just didn't I didn't I didn't see the point. But then, you know, I realized that I am unequivocally a Prince fan. So okay, and I'm, I know okay. that uh, you two are unequivocally Absolutely. Prince fans. Absolutely. And, and, and to be honest with you, I don't know that there's anybody in my collective, mm-hmm. anybody in my group of friends, that is not a Prince fan. That is not absolutely a Prince fan, and, and you know I somebody said that they probably get the gas face for real. I mean, they'd be like, "What's what?" I don't what? know. I don't. I don't. I don't know anybody that's close What's to me. What's wrong with you? Yeah, and and I don't <laughs> right. I, and, and the point and the point is is that I don't think there's another artist that anybody right. can say that right. that I can say that about. 
I agree. You know, I don't think that there's another artist that I can say that about. So in my mind, I said, okay, let's 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 not try to be deep about Prince and let's not try to have this. Let's just fan out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have know? fun with it. Let's just fan out. Let's just 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 be the stands we are, Absolutely. and just talk about this 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 person who has, uh, through his music, uh, touched us on some level. I would I would argue, uh, spiritually, has touched us on some level, uh, uh, physically. You know, who among us hadn't tried to housequake? Right, <laughs> right. You know, our whole body. You know, how is you know we? It just, it just, it just, you know, and and touched us emotionally. Everybody jump up and down. You're right, and and and, and <laughs> I was trying before then. I was trying to do that little hand thing with the windows cry into that mirror. Absolutely. I was trying. I was trying to figure out how he was doing that. Absolutely. I was trying to figure that out. Absolutely. I, uh, with the reflection. <laughs> right. I was like, what, what, what what's going on here? And so. and and. I want to be honest and say that I believe I will say that I'm probably out of my collective that I'm probably the last to come to Prince in a fandom sense. Mm-hmm. All right. 84 is when Purple Rain came out. Mm-hmm. 84 is the year I started high school. Uh, I had a band in high school called The Future. Mm-hmm. And uh, that summer, we felt like a Prince tribute band. We played Purple Rain, you know. We played uh, When Doves Cry. We played, we tried to play Computer Blue. We, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I Will Die For You. We damn near played that entire record. And you had that one lead singer girl who who joined, who would do uh, Baby? No, she did, uh, that was later. Oh, I remember she, her doing something. Where some she would do, she did Crazy You. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I remember. We had a, we had yeah. a kind of, well, is I would say an acoustic version, but it's basically the same thing because uh, Crazy You was played with him and acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just did an electric guitar. Shout out to E-Rock Robertson. Uh, so that was what, that was how we did it. But every year, the future for four or five years that we were together, there was there there was a Prince song in our catalog. My favorite being uh, "If I Was Your Girlfriend." Right, right. We didn't have a vocal arrangement to that. <laughs> we did it. We did a jazz arrangement. Oh, so okay. it was like you know, it was just like nice to have some footage yeah, of that. I wish we did because <laughs> uh, shout out to Roy Hargrove. Uh, he arranged it. And he would play the lead on his flugelhorn. He went on to do some other things, some big <laughs> things, a couple of big things. So is that so? And, so what was your what was your uh, that was your introduction as? So yeah. So anyway, that was uh, me doing that was that was Prince for me. Okay. Until, um, and you know, seventh grade, eighth grade, international lover at the uh, school dances. Uh, you know, soft and wet. Those were in the, that, those were the songs that were played at the school dances in seventh and eighth grade. So you know, I knew Prince. Right. I knew Purple Rain. I knew who Prince was, but I don't know that I was a Prince fan. I listened to Prince because Prince had records out, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, eighty eight, seven, 
is one sign of the times. Yeah, right out. in there, mm-hmm. right in there, right when we graduated. Yeah, eighty-seven, eighty-eight. Um, I still didn't see it in the theaters. It might have been that next summer. Mm-hmm. Happened to walk into a blockbuster. It's when you know you get your little blockbuster card. <laughs> yeah. And the video was sitting there. I was like, I don't have anything to do. Let me check this out. Um, I never took that videotape back. <laughs> so I'm sure it was on my credit at some point, but I never took it back. But I mean, that's phenomenal concert footage. I, oh, yeah. I mean, that's I like have that on DVD right now. Was freaking blown. That's I was phenomenal like, concert footage. Here's the thing that's really funky about that. That's not the first time I'd seen Prince in concert either. Mm-hmm. I had seen the Purple Rain tour. Mm-hmm. I I'd, I'd seen too. Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reasons, Purple Rain didn't move me. And I, who knows why? I, I, I can't explain it. Well, I mean, Sign of the Times was more, it was a show. But Sign of the Times it was a show. Like, took my breath yeah. away, literally. And at that point, I was like, this dude is the truth for real. Look, I spent two or three years pretending I was Morris Day. <laughs> so I was all into the time. I loved who Sheila E on the Grammys or was that the American Music Awards? I think she it was had American the, Music and Awards. And she had the 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 one leg out mm-hmm, and she was doing mm-hmm, gla- come on mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we were all at that but I wasn't a Prince fan. Yeah. I I was not a Prince fan. I was crazy about um Madhouse 8 and Madhouse 16. Those were, to this day, they are two of my favorite jazz albums. Those ever. were slept on too, as yeah. much as we, as much as people <laughs> talk about. Fa- they were just fact, slept on. The, in fact, I can tell you for sure, and I haven't seen it in a lot of years, but the, the cassette covers are in my in my memory book. Go back to liner notes. I'm telling right. you, the cassette covers are in my memory book. So I'm I I got all of this, I got all of this Prince periphery, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a Prince fan until Sign of the Times. Then when I see Sign of the Times, I go deep into Prince. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're playing Crazy You. So now I'm listening to the, uh, was that on the For You album or the Prince album? Either one of those. I think it was For You. And now my cousins are like, my cousin uh, Robert, uh, who is the, 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 I'm at his house one day and he's playing the shit out of Bambi. I'm like, how did I miss Bambi? Man. How did I how did I miss this? <laughs> so um I think probably one of the reasons Prince was just weird to me. You know, it was the the controversy, the am I black or white, am I straight or gay? You know, uh that stuff just kinda I you know, it was just that was just the enigma of it. It was just I was like, this dude, it's something not right with him. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like uh me and him ought not be on the same uh, <laughs> wavelength. And then the you know the dirty mind uh, uh-huh. cover, yeah. And then the uh, the love sexy cover, yeah. And the uh, I was just like, on the back of the white uh, horse, yeah. Naked. I just oh, man, yeah. you know I'm just like, <laughs> I don't get it. You know I don't. This I, person I don't. makes me uncomfortable. He made me uncomfortable. <laughs> he he definitely made me uncomfortable. But here's the thing. That's what I came to love about him most is that I was uncomfortable. I was like, I mean, he was stretching. He was stretching my definition of what music and artistry absolutely was. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, how in the world can you? And then you know, 
when you dig deep and you find liner notes and you find out that he did he did the time albums. Right. Right. You know, it wasn't Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis right, and Jesse right. Johnson and he and Morris Day did the time albums. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, you start learning that kind of, you yeah. kind of this dude is he is a masterful, masterful musician. Right. Yeah, you find how and, Morris Day became and, the front man and mm-hmm. all it. So, anyway, uh, I'm probably not the biggest Prince geek. I probably can't tell you, you know, I remember uh, I was having a conversation with a young lady who I know is a Prince geek. And uh, I was asking her what the name of a song or what album a song was on. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like, uh, it was on the uh, the three album. Was it Emancipation? Was that the album? Yeah, that was the the three Emancipation albums? with the three. Mm-hmm. She told me what track it was mm-hmm. <laughs> on, what, what on which CD it was on. And I was like, damn, for real? Yeah, I don't think any of us are Prince.org. Because <laughs> uh, there are some, yes. I mean, and and I'll be honest. I'll say I, you know, go all the way back with him, but there was a point where I stopped. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there was a point where I was like, I'm not mad at him, but I ain't feeling. I'm not that's feeling for right the now. next whoever. Right. And then I would catch him on, it, you know, one or two songs. I'd be like, Oh, okay. Oh, Black Sweat. Oh, okay, I like that. That's jamming. But then you know, as a whole. I just wasn't like completely riding with him like like I was wait like before where I would be like I'm going to be at the record store on Tuesday to I get don't that care out. what the, I don't you know mm-hmm. we don't have stuff where you download it or whatever so you don't know what you're going to be listening to but I'm going to be there unless they playing it in the record store right, like one right, song right, right. Yeah. so I'm there on that Tuesday for that mm-hmm. but yeah yeah and so um but anyway, it was it was that it was uh, it was definitely it was definitely the uh, Sign of the Times album. That's interesting. That brought me to Prince. Now, Sign of the Times is not my favorite Prince album. Yeah, um, I totally it, understand where you're going with it that. It was too. it was when I started list. I mean, um, the song Sign of the Times was. I think I was at a kind of a pivotal point in my life anyway. I was, that was kind of my, that was kind of my uh, frustration with white folks, period. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I was. And that was a protest song. And it I really was, was. I was starting to learn. <laughs> yeah. It was probably the year I started, that I read the autobiography of Malcolm X. Yeah. Uh, the year I read the speech from the Birmingham jail, mm-hmm. Martin Luther King, that was probably, I was probably going through a lot of that at the time. Mm-hmm. And then when you hear in France, the skinny man is born right. with a big disease with a little name. Yep. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know, it just, all of that, all of that kind of yeah, got absolutely. to me and it was coming. And I was like, this dude is more than just that. And he's stretched everything that I ever thought music was. And he stretched it to the point where I can't define it anymore and or and I can't a, I couldn't even define it for myself anymore. And that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I was like I can't define this for myself anymore. So now I can listen. So now I'm listening and so it opened my ears to a lot of other Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I have He's to cre- a gateway drug. You know what? <laughs> He's a gateway drug. That is that is an awesome yeah. analogy. Absolutely. He he was absolutely that for me. So but anyway, so 
I that's my fandom. That's my geekdom. That's how <laughs> it starts. And we'll continue to talk a little bit about some of that. But what so I have unequivocally called you all Prince fans. Uh-huh. So, you know, I'll just ask you, like, you know, what brought you to Prince? What what was it? Was there one was there one thing that kind of just brought you to where you said I'm a Prince fan? I, I don't I mean, I for me it was like my my personal story was not a dramatic one. It was like, <laughs> you know, people listen to music and they say, Listen to this and I'm gonna listen to it. But the dramatic thing was when somebody said, Listen to this and I remember Regina Williams in junior high school said, Listen to this and it was uh it was the Prince album. And I was just kinda like and I was impressed with the fact that she knew all of the words to the album. And I was also like, Was she How? cute? Mm, yeah, uh, she was. Okay, that's, she why you, yeah, that's why you just pay attention. So, uh, uh, <laughs> so I was like, she knows all the words to this. And she's singing this with all of this vigor and everything. So uh, that was my whole, you know, the whole thing with uh, with Prince. And I was just kind of like, oh, okay, well, let me dig into this. And you, she was the person who was like, okay, well, this, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. So this just kind of like, you know, the way that you listen to music or the way that you listen to music before the internet is somebody put you on to it. And so that was, that was mine. It was not a dramatic Next story. Step. Yeah. And, well, and I just went with it. <laughs> well, mine was, uh, mine is rather, uh, you remember this, they had this piece of furniture and it had a record player on the inside of it. Mm-hmm. My grandmother had this at her house, right? So the a summer, piece of furniture. You know that you know that big big piece of the furniture big console. console oh, the, I got you lift the lid up, and the record player sits yeah, inside, yeah. right? Yeah. So in 1977, I'm in Louisiana at my grandmother's house. My uncle is home from Grambling from college, and his buddy came over. He said, "Man, listen to this dude." He played soft and wet about 20 times <laughs> that day. And I'm about, what, nine at the time. Like, man, and that, that was inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? And I'm sitting there. I'm just, I'm just jabbing to my feet. I'm like, oh, that's all. That's all. That's all. It's right? only inappropriate after age 30 when you figured out what the lyrics were. <laughs> Cause okay. I had no idea what. <laughs> right, you just jammed. Just jammed. Yeah, no, yeah. You, know. <laughs> you didn't know that. You didn't understand that it was a sugar cane. Hey, I think I was good grown <laughs> but, yeah. before I figured out what he was talking uh, about. But I had been singing the song for years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even if you knew it was a sugar cane. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Go ahead. So my uncle JD just played that song over and over, and right then I was like, you know what? I have got to get me. I got to get that album. So. What I did was, by the time I got some money, this was two years later, when <laughs> For You came out, that was, I mean, not For You, when uh, the Prince album came yeah, out. Yeah, For You was the first one. The yeah. first one. Then that album came out, that was the very first album I have ever bought in my life. Get out of here. And I still have that album Get today. Get out of here. You know, so that's how far I go back with Prince. You was original. You was before yeah, 1999, man. before you know, controversy, before Dirty Mind. Yeah, when they get to talking about that sign of the times and all that, I'm like, <laughs> bye. You got to give them the hand wave yeah, like yeah. that too. Like, go on with that. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. But yeah, so um uh, I think that uh uh it took me years to kind of digest uh everything before Good word. Times. Good word. Yeah, it just it took me a lot. It took me a long time to do that. I just and then um uh I I think we just you, you never I got to a place too where I wasn't feeling Prince as deeply, mm-hmm. and I think it. I think that Prince got to a place where he just kind of was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm not a." There was a genius period. I always, I, you know, you call them those genius periods, yeah. and that's the that's the uh, that was the uh, I want to say probably uh, 1999 through. Now that's you. Now this is going to be interesting. Where you? Who, who, where, where do you cut off? Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, because I know exactly where I cut off. I'm gonna say <laughs> no. I'm, but I think it was a genius period. I think from maybe controversy through <laughs> that's a hard through where, love, sexy. Maybe a little bit further. Maybe a little bit longer. Love, sexy. Uh, but then he did like Batman, Graffiti Bridge. Uh, See, I uh, the Batman soundtrack is pretty phenomenal. So we can, I, so we can go past, we can go past Batman. Maybe Diamonds and Pearls. Maybe that was they the end of going. his. Well, the Symbol album was then. Yeah, I don't know if I'm. Well, I mean, going. here's the thing: How are we defining as a even genius, the gold experience. as a genius peer? Because if we're talking about uh, where he no longer challenged the status quo related to music, I'm going to take you all the way to Graffiti Bridge. And the reason why I will take you there is because Thieves in the Temple is a song that would never, ever, ever have been played on black radio were it not for Prince. There is no way. Mm -hmm. There is no way in the world that Thieves in the Temple ever gets played on the radio by anybody else. Other than Prince. Graffiti Bridge came after Batman. So I'm going to say then, then I'm going to cut my, I, I, diamond, not even diamonds and pearls. Then I'm going to, if I, if I go with what you're saying, which mm-hmm. I agree with, mm-hmm. then Graffiti Bridge, I'm going to go his, his, his genius period was between controversy and Graffiti Bridge. So that gives you controversy, 1999. It gives you uh, uh purple rain. Uh, Sign of the, of the Times, times. Uh, Around the World in the Day, Day Parade. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't. The, uh, chron- the chronology oh, is tough is for me. Love, now. sexy. Okay. Love, but sexy. You, then Batman and graffiti. And page. are we going to talk about the Black Album at all in that? Because every, who 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 heard it? Who everybody has everybody heard that in completion? I mean, and that that just kind of determines whether or not. But not at, not 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 during the genius period. Yes. Not everybody, yeah. It was a long time. It okay, was, yeah. Okay, I give you so, that. So, because he didn't release the black album until like the mid nineties, right? So it was done before then, yeah. but he didn't release it until yeah, the yeah. mid nineties. Okay. So, okay. or did he release it then? I don't know that it ever got released. No, it got released. I had it in the closet yeah, yeah, yeah. in there. Okay, because I had it's it, been released. I had it for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, and I would Chris, challenge to start. Okay, I would challenge because to me, the very beginning for you. Again, I'm using the whole changing the parameters of music. And to get, I mean, there were black artists who did rock music, 
but to get this black artist who had, who had I Want to Be Your Lover, who's done this thing for black radio, to also have a song that is 100% hardcore cool, rap. rap. I mean, hardcore rock, rock, rock called I'm Yours on his album is like, okay, I'm outside of the norm here. Mm-hmm. I, I am pushing, I'm pushing the parameters here from the very, be- out the gate. I'm, okay. I'm very different than what's, what your normal whatever is out here. Okay, so I feel you. I feel you with that. Here's where my challenge, here, here is where my, my thought process is with that. I would suggest that uh, for you, Prince, uh, uh, Dirty Mind, weren't, they were more, they were more single, like a single. Driven. That's arguable. You can say a- I'm yours, but only Prince fans know I'm yours. Okay. I'm, I'm talking. Okay. okay. All, all right. right. Okay. But you can talk controversy. And talk several songs on controversy. You can talk 1999, Purple Rain. You can talk all of those. And I think that all, I I call that his genius period because those are the albums that most people have consumed. Okay. okay. All right. Those are the albums that were like most accessible to people who are not geeks. Okay. Okay. Can 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 I, we agree? I, with I, okay. I, okay. I, so that's I, why I'm calling it the genius okay, period. Okay. Okay. And then. Uh, after that, there was some hit, hidden hit and misses. Uh, I liked the gold album. Yeah, I liked I the simple that. album. Mm-hmm. I liked, I liked come. I liked. Uh, but that's the whole thing. You liked everything that came out, but you weren't like Mm-mm. consumed because no. I I liked the musicology. Oh yeah, I liked I, that I liked one. That, that was one. that was a very okay. good album. Yeah, but I think we were more blown away about the musicology tour. Oh, well, <laughs> oh, well you know what? That was yeah. that oh, was the sh- that was the shit. I had I had, floor, I had floor seats. That was I, I don't yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't that know anybody else. Tour. I would have seen one him do one show and then come back through a month later and hey, I go see it again. again. Hey. Other than the Roots, I don't know if I would do that with anybody else. You know, he is the only person. I, I it didn't matter what dollar what the dollar amount was for those yeah. tickets. I was buying I just those need tickets. To know how much Man, was. I yeah. joined the MPG <laughs> Music Club yeah. so I could get me some tickets before they went on sale so we, to the we general got, public. We got to try to understand this this uh, Beehive <laughs> stuff now because you know right, they do right. the same exactly. thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, exactly, I, you exactly. know, I kind of look at them and go, "What?" So, but uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. So Prince had thirty nine. Studio albums. Wow, I would never have. Guessed I wouldn't that. have guessed it either. That, that's a that. phenomenal feat. Yeah. Thirty nine. He started recording in seventy eight. Yeah. So he's been what is that? Seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, because one night alone, musicology, thirty one, twenty one. So for four decades, he was relevant. He was relevant until the end for me. Uh, I just, even though I wasn't necessarily checking for every release as an artist, he was relevant because he was still doing phenomenal shows. Except, except for uh, that third eye girl shit. <laughs> you didn't like that man. That shit was garbage. I like that man. I, I love Prince, you... but I could not get that. Did... I could, I could not. It's straight get rock it. and roll. I know it was. I bad. like that man. I couldn't. I, I have that. I'm saying it was bad, <laughs> and probably any 
in any real music geek is gonna tell me I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm gonna tell you if somebody put a gun in my head and say name a song off of it. Oh, I, don't I, know can't. I can't. I can't because Cinema girl on that. I, uh, uh, on the on the with the rock group. Yeah, yeah. funk and roll was on there. Oh. I don't and he, know and what he, and we, he just showed, he just did a shrug, shoulder shrug like, of course. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm no, like, no, I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, I'm like, oh, okay. That, that, yeah, that, that third eye girl stuff was just kind of like, I just like, I couldn't get it. But I that's an interesting, it. that's an interesting conversation about like when your idols, when you, when somebody that you stand for does something that doesn't necessarily resonate with you. Right. A lot of people get mad about it, mm-hmm. but I never got mad at him. I always was like, okay, because because he did what you said he did, he stretched that definition, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he was always like, okay, this is not necessarily about what I'm doing right now. This is about this process that I'm opening, that I'm giving you this gateway to. So there's always something else for you to listen to. So I'm just stretching the whole I can the do parameters that. I can do over this here. Too. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, okay, well, go do that and experiment and do all of that. But I'm not necessarily going to ride with you. It's on. like uh, on that. Is it that uh, Jay-Z album? I can't remember where he says, you want my old shit? Then buy my old albums. Right, 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 right. I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about, and it is and, exactly and I remember that when same he said sentiment. That I was like really yeah. feeling because that he's because, growing yeah, as an like, artist. Why? You know, I and I was I'm the same way. I never said you know uh, Prince fell off, Prince fell off, or or whatever like that. Prince just fell off for me. I just didn't like it. It, it just wasn't, wasn't my cup of tea. It just wasn't for me. But I'm not gonna say he's not good anymore. But that just, I just it just not was not my thing. So yeah, so that you know that that's. That's kind of weird. Did we ask? Did you? T- oh, you told us where you came from, oh, with yeah. Prince. How you got there? Oh yeah, man. But uh, the, man, uh, I got the book. What what else you want? <laughs> what you need? What, what's the book? What's the book, man? So, the book is. Uh, <clears throat> if I, y'all don't have this book, it's, hell no. Give what us is a that? dramatic reading. This is like here. the Indigo Nights. This comes with a uh, live CD, and this is when he went. I believe. Uh, I should have kept the other cover. Went over to, I think it was London, and it has the entire, just a photo shoot of him while he's uh, 21 Nights I tour. didn't know about that. Yeah, that looked like him. Oh, you know, fit. I did know about it. I've just never mm-hmm. seen that in person. What's ironic I've, I've just was heard about it. I bought it some years ago on Amazon, and it was extremely cheap. I was getting ready to say that. But it as like soon it as my, he passed my, away, uh, it went up. this went up to probably over $100. Wow. Yeah. And I probably paid at the time twenty five dollars for it. But him. all of his stuff wow. went up. Let me tell you something. Even even if you're able to find vinyl in a record store, mm-hmm. it's going to be mm-hmm. almost the exact same price as the amount it was when it was released. Mm-hmm. I saw Purple Rain in a store and it was like eighteen dollars. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. for a used copy of Purple mm-hmm. Rain? It was like eighteen mm-hmm. bucks. I was like, Well, at least I still got my old copy. So my whole point of that genius period conversation was to talk about like what was your favorite Prince period to like your least favorite Prince period, which I think we kind of <laughs> hashed we talked out. About yeah, 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 we kind of hashed that out. So, but that was the whole that was the whole point of bringing that up. And then you know, so um, you know, when you say when when you say uh, that period where he wasn't, you wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, I think that was a rebellion time for him against the music the industry 
He, I mean, and I think that definitely affected, affected his music. His, yes. The whole, you know, Warner Brothers and, I mean, and that kind of, you know, a lot of artists reference him when they talk about how they are taking control of their, exactly. their profession in the industry because mm-hmm. they look at, big. Uh, Jay-Z talks about conversations that he had with Prince right. where he's like, okay, you know, this is what you need to do. You need to own these masters. Mm-hmm. This is the what, you know, you need to understand distribution or whatever mm-hmm. so that you don't, you don't become this person where you are what Prince said he was, the slave, slave. to this whole industry. And that had to have affected Pick, his mm-hmm. music. I mean, it had to have been, and I think it was like to a point where he was maybe like consumed with, okay, I'm going to go in this direction to prove something to the label, or I'm going <laughs> to talk about these things to to prove something to people. I'm just going to put something out there. Or I'm just going to fulfill my contract. contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, yeah. All right. So here's what I'm going to do now. I'm going to, I'm going to name some Prince songs. Okay. <laughs> that have uh, been covered or. Recorded by other artists. Uh-huh. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay. okay. We're going to do it real simple. On the cover? On the cover. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares to you. I give it a thumbs up because she brings notoriety to the family. That's Correct. why okay. I give it. Okay. That's why yeah, I give I, it. I, I can agree with you on that. I'm one. thumbs up. I liked her doing yeah. it. I, it was on okay. Yeah, it, was, it was an I mean, okay. It, was, it wasn't the family, but it was good. It was an okay. And, and, and if for nothing else, it was popular enough for Prince to start doing live versions of it. Uh, yeah. And his version of it is bad. He, did it he does a phenomenal version of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Manic Monday, the Bangles. Mm-hmm. Can yeah, we you give miss up? Me with no. Can up or down. <laughs> we ain't gonna have nah, all that shit. <laughs> so, up or down. I'm going down. down. I'm gonna go down. When it came out, I probably would have been like, oh, this is a Prince song. Yeah. Right. But, but yeah. now I'm just kind of like, okay. Yeah. Uh, Kiss. Oh, oh. Art of Noise oh, yeah. and Tom oh, Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. do that one? All right. I already know the answer to this one. I feel for you, Shaka Khan. Oh, all day, every day. Of course. Yeah, she made that song hers. Yeah, she yeah. really did. She really yeah, You didn't know he did that song. Several if you, if you people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean. I used and, to have arguments about that. And that's one of the things about <laughs> covers. I did. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. This is a show, y'all. This is a show. Who, who, can, who reinvents the cover? Yeah. Because yeah. several, uh, the, uh, very few people can reinvent a cover. Mm-hmm. And she did, and she and she it reinvented that cover. It was hers. Let me tell you somebody else, and this is a tangent, but who can reinvent a cover? And that's Michelle and Cello. Kind of Prince like topic, but yes, exactly. But yes, that was an up. All right. So, um, when does cry genuine? I didn't know that. Existed. I didn't know he did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might it, have to Google that one. It absolutely sucked. Like uh, Trey Songz up there trying to do a Prince tribute. Yeah, don't, to, <laughs> I didn't know that. Some existed. things don't need. Yeah, to he got up on stage. Uh, TLC. Okay, remember that? Yeah, and it was bad. It was terrible. Right, I'm gonna give you an up. On TLC. This next if I was your girlfriend. Oh, you got I that like one? that. Mm-hmm. I like that one. You like that? All right. So I never heard this one, but. Uh, uh, Beyonce, the beautiful ones. She did that with him on uh, at the Grammys or something that I saw I them do. Mariah that did the beautiful ones. I don't think I. Ever but heard I never she did it though. So we won't vote. On did she that actually one. record? Um, or was it something that she did live nah, with him? I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of, <laughs> I'm kind okay. of, uh, kind of cherry picking. Mm. Gotcha. Uh, George Clinton's uh, uh, erotic city. 
I've never heard I've that. Heard. Okay, I'm you gonna heard give, that? I'm I've a, never heard I'm gonna give it a up because it's funky, but it's George Clinton's. Song. I, I mean, I'm I'm like, how could it not be a good? But. Erotic City. Huh? Now, uh, Foo Fighters did Darling Nikki. I liked it. Really? I never. I like the Foo I never Fighters. Heard that okay. I like the Foo Fighters. They are a good rock band. And Prince fans for real. Yeah, they are. Okay. They are. They are Prince fans. So okay. I mean, they did a good version of. Now it. this one was after Prince died. Uh, Chris Cornell did an uh, acoustic version to "Nothing Compares to You." Mm. Did you ever hear it? Mm-mm. I hear it. But Chris, he makes some interesting selections. Chris also did Billie Jean, and it was weird. Oh, so I, I, I <laughs> well, I, I will I, say, I will say that man, he kinda, that is he, funny. I, I think he worked. I think he worked the shit out of. It. Chris has a phenomenal voice. Yeah, I, I mean, he can sing. Had. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, sorry about that. He was good. He was, he but was yeah, very good. No, he yeah. did. He worked that one. Okay, so the next one is, how come you don't call me anymore, Alicia Keys? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she told her. Oh, yeah. She told her. Oh, yeah. One of the, one of the you know, because, you know, you and I have had conversations about Alicia, and I we've never had this specific conversation, but I think we were, I, we both like Alicia, but we just see the potential in Alicia, and it didn't happen because she didn't become – a Prince-like person where she stretched music. She kind of did whatever she was going to do within the parameters of music. Yeah. But you kind of, because there was a lot of heat behind her, a lot of talk when, before she came out. And she was on that J Records. She and we stopped, thought she was going to be this whole whatever. She stopped being an uh, artist and became a performer. And she did. I mean, and I like the stuff she came out with. I don't. But it, yeah, but I don't, it wasn't I'm anything. I'm not gonna fight it. You know, but she yeah. did do a good job on I, that. Yeah, you expected her to stretch job. herself. And you so were expecting some stuff from her. Mm-hmm. I was really expecting some like, like mm-hmm. some of the stuff that I'm hearing from SZA now was like that's what that's kind of what I would have thought Alicia Keys' first album would have had some would have would have went in that kind, kind of, of stretch that yeah, way. Yeah. Now the only other one on this, uh, while I'm cherry picking this list, is something I d- I never heard this one either. Was when you were mine by Cindy Lauper. Oh yeah, she did a good job. Oh yeah, she did a good job. Okay, she did a good job, but she didn't do it like Cindy Lauper. Like it didn't sound like girls just want to have fun. Uh-huh. It sounded like she was singing a song, like she was a Prince fan, and it was on her first album. Oh So really? it was it wasn't like something. Okay. Yeah, it was I on. It was it. like on her first album. It wasn't mm-hmm. on. It wasn't on like subsequent releases. So she. She was a Prince fan. Man, I'm about to go in the room. Check get it that out, man. It's out. good. Right, it's look good. at that. Okay. I don't even remember that. So anyway, that I just wanted to um, talk about Prince covers. You think of any other one that you just remember that you were like, ah, that's dope. My favorite Prince cover has always been Shaka Khan. So yeah, I can't. I can't, I can't think really... of any other ones that I that I was able to listen to other than the future. But, you know, shout yeah. out to the future. I just tell, I just say this, man, is that uh, I dare anybody to do a complete cover of Prince's music. What I, do you mean when you they say don't, that? Don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. What? No, you can't. Something. No, some people just not meant some to be. You said, I, well, but you said I dare, like not like a challenge, but dare, no, no, but no. like don't touch my daddy's record. Yeah. Like right. I'm gonna come for you. Yeah, right, 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 right. Like, leave that alone. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. okay, okay. So let's do this then. Let's do this. Let let's let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna just off the top of my head. I'm gonna name some artists, and you tell me whether or not you think that they could do an adequate job. Let's just say. If they were going to put on a Prince tribute album, mm-hmm. and you think they could do an adequate job, I'll just throw out some. I throw out some names. 
Uh, Rafael Sadiq. Uh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. D'Angelo. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, most definitely. Come yeah. on now. Of course. Okay, I'll just. Of course. Um. Um. Mint condition. They yes would have a no, different. They would have a good a take on it as a they band. Would put a spin to as it a on band, that, because part of around. part of uh, one one of the things that what that was good about Prince is he could put together a band and do some live mm-hmm. performances. So they would have an interesting take on it. Uh, Beyonce. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I like Beyonce, so I think she would do a good job. Well, with since it. you just since you said you like this group, Foo Fighters. Uh, you're not gonna get the range because they do straight rock music, so they would give you the rock aspect of Prince, and Prince has enough rock material right. for them to do a, a a whole album of Prince stuff. So right, in right. that respect, they could show you, they could do "I'm Yours," they could do. Uh, the cross, they could do several of Prince's songs, mm-hmm. and it would be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah they're doing. Uh, last one, just cause Lenny Kravitz. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, you okay. answered you answered my question, but I dare them not. <laughs> Wait, please don't. Okay, so <laughs> so like, I, dare you. I think we've uh, kind of geeked through this, but I I left homework yeah. just so we can yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. just so we can. Uh, have some some something to leave for our listeners and they can add to this uh, yeah uh, to their yeah to to this so mm-hmm. what I said was you got you got five slots on a best of album mm-hmm. and you have to executive produce a Prince album you only have five slots mm-hmm. five mm-hmm. Uh, so here are my five. Okay. And we didn't we didn't talk about them. No, we didn't. And I, no, didn't, I, didn't no, I didn't put no. them out because I didn't I didn't want us to have like you know people going oh yeah and not yeah, think about yeah, it. Yeah. But here we go. My five, Lady Cab Driver. Okay. Mm-hmm. From my favorite Prince album, which is nineteen ninety nine, is my favorite Prince album. Okay. So, Lady Cab Driver, Mountains. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Ballad of Dorothy Parker. Okay. I wonder you. And the only ballad that made the list, although I like them all, uh, like a lot of them, is when two are in love. Okay. Okay. I'm not mad at that at all. (laughs) That's a good list. That's my that's my Prince top five. That's a good list. Ooh, ooh, man. Well, mine mine is straight, totally different than anything that y'all gonna probably say, especially you, Michael. my, a lot of my. <laughs> what are you trying no, to say? No, 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 say that, He's getting real know. aggressive this episode. No, no, no. people to do stuff. And no, man. My mind was kind of some of the songs I selected were based on him as the guitarist he was. Yeah. Okay. You know, uh, Bambi does it for me. Love mm-hmm. Bambi. Uh, song Dreamer. He did on the Lotus Flower album. Okay. Didn't like that record at all, but I feel you. Yeah, but that was that like that song, man. That song was deep. I mean, you know, when it comes on, he says, uh, "Hold on, I had my words pulled up." It's uh, I was born on the raised, I was born and raised on the slain plantation in the United States of the red, white, and blue. Never knew that I was different till Dr. King was on the balcony, living it, lying in a bloody pool. I expected so much more from a loving, a loving society. A truthful, a truthful explanation. You know what? I got another conspiracy. If it was just a dream, listen, call me a dreamer too. 
Okay. You know, I wouldn't was, have never. Know, I I didn't ha- I didn't think that's where he was going with that song, just based on the title. Yeah. yeah. But you got you some lyrics. Yeah. Probably not from a liner notes, but you got. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> I actually had that record in there, okay. but uh, another song is kind of a ballad, whatever. But actually, Tevin Campbell did the song first mm-hmm. on his "I'm Ready" album, which Prince gave him this song. Remember the con- uh, song called "Shh." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That made my list. That was okay. a good song, though. Yeah. Prince did a good job with that. Uh, if I was your girlfriend, that's a good one. Love that song. That actually, that I actually debated that one. So, I think it's interesting. Oh, what's, what's oh yeah, uh, <laughs> and the only re- one reason I do like Bambi because I chuckle every time I hear it now since Mike sent that that video of him at a uh, Ellen DeGeneres show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <You> I, <laughs> I forgot about that. Prince played Bambi at, at the, the Ellen DeGeneres show. Yeah, that is hilarious. Because <laughs> yeah. oh, now only only Prince geeks geek. would get that. <laughs> right. With only 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 us fans and geeks would get right, that. Right, but okay, right. go ahead. And you know, I just laughed. I had forgotten about that. Yeah, and you know the song. I mean, and you know it was early in his career, so I'm thinking. If you had a question about his sexual his sexuality, I'm letting you know. This this is yeah, I, I don't know because because subsequently he put out controversy. So you know. yeah, he said a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> but you know how that goes. <laughs> anyway, um, but there is one song, and it's not on his record. It's actually a Beatles song when he was inducted into the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. When he threw the guitar in the air. And he threw the guitar in the air. While my guitar gently weeps. When he threw that guitar and when, he, and when he did the ending of that song, he said, you know what? You're going to respect this today. Okay. <laughs> That's exactly what he did. Yeah, man. Because a black man playing a guitar is not the template for that they want to put out there. And he got out there with Tom Petty yeah, and yeah, all of these yeah. other people. And he was like, let me show you how you do this. this right. This. I'm going to take your this song. This is how it's done. And then let me throw this guitar in this, the air and walk this, off the stage. This comes in the way he walked off the stage. This, this comes. This comes from your heroes. This comes from Bo right. Diddley. This right. comes from Chuck Berry. Right. This comes from your heroes. And you thought I couldn't do it. You thought we couldn't do it. Watch. He told that. Watch up. He tore it up. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's my top. Five. That's okay. my five. What's interesting is our lists don't overlap. They don't. Right. They don't overlap. I didn't think they would. I didn't, I didn't either. That's why I didn't really? want. That's I didn't why I didn't want. Okay. That's why I didn't want us to talk about them beforehand. And I kind of went kind of new, old, but you know. So my list was I didn't even. I just started writing stuff down, and then I was like, "Why did I write that down?" And then I just wrote notes as to why I wrote that down. But uh, something in the water it does not compute. compute. Yeah. And the reason why I like it is because. I like the live version of it that shows you how Prince can totally rearrange a song. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's because the live version of Something in the Water is totally different. It's totally from different, different from the mm-hmm. from the, uh, from the album. So that that was a that was a uh, that was interesting to me. I'm yours. Just the uh, probably my all time favorite Prince song is I'm yours. Really? Mm. I just like it. Uh-huh. It's just a, it's just a good. I just like it. It's just a good Prince song. Yeah. Uh, you need another lover like you need a hole in the head. I just I, I just, debated that one. I just <laughs> yeah, I debated that the one. The songwriting, it almost, the performance, we almost the, overlapped. <laughs> I just the like songwriting, the better, performance, yeah. the seeing it on. 
the liner notes with everything written together right, as one right. word. I just I, that just is memorable for me. Thieves in the Temple because you led our conversation down that path about Prince. And Thieves in the Temple is a good song to me because when I heard that, I was like, I'm listening to K104 and hearing this. You like, mentioned that several times like, that you love that song. This is on black radio. And if you listen to that song, you're just kind of like, uh-uh. No, it's just not gonna. It's just not gonna happen. So he was stretching. And then, um, I could never take the place of your man. Love that. Oh yeah. Because that's just that okay. Was just... So we're gonna. I guess we end the show uh, right <laughs> there. So just one last question. You got. Uh, you're on your way to a desert island. You gotta stay there for six months. Oh, Name one album. Take one album. One Prince album. I, I'm gonna have to take the first one. I gotta take for you because I just like it. It's just a good introduction to Prince. It's a good debut album. Wow. Like oh, uh, you know what? I'm gonna say this. And this kind of a little voice you kind of new, but uh, I think I'll take the Rainbow Children. Oh, okay. Which was a very experimental kind of thing. Yes. I, it was interesting. It was an yeah. interesting album. And he's kind of, you know, got a jazz thing. Yeah. Got his, and he was, did that whole voice thing. Yeah. yeah it was was a, it's actually a beautiful record. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with 1999. That's All my, good choices. Yeah, that's my favorite Prince album. All good choices. Yeah, man. That was that was a, a nice, fun, fun show. <laughs> but what do we want to do when they listen to this episode? Uh, yeah, y'all need to hit us up on Facebook or Instagram and give us your Prince, your top five Prince jams, whatever it is. Just you know, what whatever you're feeling, just hit us with your your top five. You only get five, so your top five Prince jams. All right, all right. Hey, we want to thank everyone for listening to Psycho Music Lyricology. You can listen, like, and subscribe to us on Google Play Music, iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We can be contacted at psychomusiclyricology at gmail.com. But until the next time, peace. Peace. peace.